While this is very old news, it is important to reiterate from time to time. Rafid Ahmed Alwan Al-Janabi, codename Curveball, was one of the major sources used to justify the invasion of Iraq. Soon after the invasion of Afghanistan, on January 29, 2002, President Bush gave his Axis of Evil announcement during the State of the Union speech. The nations on the list were Iraq, Iran, and North Korea, linking them in a fictional conspiracy of terror. Iraq received the greatest threats, the president even mentioning the Halabya chemical attacks, conducted using materials supplied by the United States and European allies, while his own father was vice president, and not condemned by the U.S. until the Gulf War. As came out later, the idea was to launch a war against each of these countries, starting with Iraq. Then Under Secretary of State John Bolton added Cuba, Libya, and Syria to the invasion list. A few months after the invasion of Iraq, Sir John Chilcott released the official report to Parliament, revealing that all of the false information used to justify the war was an intelligence operation, dating back to the end of the first Gulf War. Al-Janabi was a paid asset with a cover job dating back to at least 1999, with an income of at least 3,000 British pounds a month. He wanted his country to be free, and decided lying was the best way to get it. There were intelligence and international instigators who said that the WMD was all lies, but they were put aside. As the Iraq conflict bogged down, the other planned wars were put on hold, and finally scrapped as unworkable. The Iraq war became the major focus of attention and resource, Afghanistan became a backwater, and dissolved into stalemate. At the start of 2008, the United States began negotiations with a new Iraq government to remove all American combat troops from the country, locking any following administration into the position of pulling out of the war they started. The final agreement was signed on November 18, 2008 stating the end of 2009 for the pullout of U.S. troops from Iraqi cities, and 2011 as the fixed deadline for removal of U.S. military presence in country. This was after the election results had been determined two weeks earlier. Negotiations for a new status of forces agreement started in 2010, as the administration tried to stabilize the situation and still withdraw. However, Prime Minister Maliki would only allow a few thousand American troops to remain, who are still there today. The new Iraqi government was becoming a close ally of Iran, and wanted the American equipment and funds, but the soldiers out. The result was a civil war against the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant, a conflict that almost toppled the Iraqi government. A new coalition backing up Kurdish and other troops finally defeated the Islamic State, which still fights on in a guerrilla war. Ironically, the same people who justified the 2003 invasion of Iraq had given the opposite reasons for not doing it at the end of the 1991 Gulf War, at a time when the Iraqi army was already defeated and mostly prisoners, with a force of 750,000 coalition forces in the area. The desire to finish Iraq and lies by defectors and government officials caused all this death and heartache. The heroism of the hundreds of thousands who went to serve in Iraq, as civilians and military, is not diminished by the corrupt purposes of those who put them there.